Next time on a very spooky fine dining podcast, the season one finale, TGI Fridays the 13th. Oh, you betcha. Pineapple's gonna hit the fan as Michael's son Juicy, or in this episode, Juice Son Voorhees, <laughs> goes on a murderous rampage and no one is safe. It gets real spooky, it gets real bloody, and not everyone's gonna make it to the end of the episode. Who will live, who will die? Listen to Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, break down a trip to TGI Fridays based on the atmosphere, the service, and the food, and try not to be scared to death. Hear the thrilling finale of Fine Dining, Wednesday, October 25th, wherever you get your podcasts. Nice try, Ben Stokes, but I am never going to find cricket interesting until someone sends this show free tickets to the next test, ideally in the Verve Clicquot Suite or Verity's Lounge, but honestly, any seats in the Compton or Edric stands will do. I'm Harriet Langley-Swindon, and this is Nonsensed. Hello and welcome to Nonsensored, the podcast that wraps up all the best bits from my very real daily radio show into one easy-to-digest highlights package. I'm joined as ever by my producer, Martin, and what a show we have for you this week, eh, Martin? Oh, yes, indeed. We were joined, as ever, by Ishan Akbar to have a public debate about public debate. Uh, We had a heartbreaking call with an ordinary member of the public about how the inflation crisis is affecting them. And we spoke to two of the biggest figures of the week's news. The couple who were filmed dancing in the 2020 Conservative Christmas Party. But as ever, there was so much we couldn't fit in. Oh, well, for example, uh, I had spent all week down on the South Coast reporting on the hundreds of human lives that are being lost at sea due to trafficking. Yes, but we dropped that item to make space for Titanic Day, where our very sensitive and nuanced coverage of the tragedy in the mid-Atlantic could really be given the space it needed. And thank you to Right Said Fred and Danielle Westbrook for their contributions to that in particular. Yes, we did, however, have time in the radio show, but not in this podcast, for some reflections on the 75th anniversary of the Windrush arriving in Britain. And thanks to Right Said Fred and Danielle Westbrook for their contributions to that, too. Well, they were the only contributors, so without them we wouldn't have had an item. Now... Don't forget you can email us questions, corrections and contributions to our crowdsourced Donald Trump erotic thriller set in the steamy world of golf. Any holes a goal by emailing nonsensedpodcast at gmail.com. We've got a Time for Questions episode scheduled in about a month, so do get writing. But let's start with Malin Bogue and Jack Smith, whose privacy was so grossly violated this week when a video of them was leaked to the so-called Mirror. I think the Mirror is the actual name oh, of the Oh, shut the, up, the Martin. Pub, but... Let's take a listen. Jack and Malin, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having Thanks us. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Now, I appreciate what you two have gone through. It's just awful being publicly shamed like that for just letting off steam for something that was so long ago, I've practically forgotten it happened. 
Oh, well, yeah, I, w- I, I, I mean, I would have forgotten it had happened if it, you know, it was, it was quite an amazing night. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to yeah, forget about I'm, it anytime yeah. soon. But yeah. I don't, it- I don't want to say that we're the real victims mm. um, because obviously other people have suffered apparently with COVID and everything. Um, but we, we have been publicly shamed and it is incredibly difficult. It's really, yeah. it's really yeah. a terrible thing to come to light that we were, you know, we were having a one of the best nights of my life and we needed it. We needed a break. You were letting off steam. Yeah. We were letting yeah. off steam. We, we thought privately and mm. then some Judas has started filming. And obviously if I'd known that we were being filmed, I would have, I mean, we'd have practiced our dancing more. I don't yeah. know if I would have done anything differently. I was living in the moment and I'm happy that I did. And I'm glad that it's out there in a way, because I think I I thought that we were, we were moving pretty well. I thought it was some pretty good dance moves. Listen, I'm sorry, I have to jump in here. Maylin, Jack, this is producer Martin here. I, I just, I don't think your dancing was the problem here. A lot of people are very upset and angry at you because you were partying. And from the sounds of what you're saying, Jack, having one of the most fantastic nights of your life, while some of us were stuck in sheds. So you're saying our dancing was good as well, is what I'm... I think this is it with the dancing. There's clearly a huge amount of jealousy. And, Mm. you know, lots of people would love to be pictured dancing. Like Jack and Rose on the the Titanic. Oh, do you know what it was like that? It was like a a more sort of hazy version of it. It was. We were just, you know, the elite were out, out, you know, upstairs having stuffy old parties in their shed and we were below deck. We were toughing it out. We were shoveling coal to keep the ship going. Obviously nothing happened but yeah, I um, also at the end of the night did throw my necklace off the roof of Parliament, just like in the Titanic. So I guess we can sort of draw similarities there as well. And yeah, let's just say, I listen, we we skipped the bit where, where, where she gets painted like the French girl. Well, oh, nothing, nothing happened, really. I mean, obviously, I'm in a relationship is... and I was in a relationship <sighs> there and it was a very um, sort of platonic dance, mm. Jack. Mm. No one is denying, at a time when you're up against people like Matt Hancock and his flirtatious ways, um, you've come out on top, well done. Yeah. But the problem is people were dying. We had just gone into... Um, what whatever they were calling it then, the, the new third level Pandemic, of, of severity in the coronavirus. Actually, I'm going to stop uh, Producer pandemic. Martin there because he does make a good point. Did you feel that coming after the Matt Hancock video, you were like, well, is ours as, is ours as fun and frisky to watch, you know? It's, yeah, and oh, I think actually well, the- it was a lot more playful and a lot less yeah. uh, grabby and sort of pulley in. But I yes, there was less hand on us, I think, and more sort of very um, that bit we didn't pure get. twirling. Because I sometimes think that maybe the reason why Matt Hancock, there was so much disgust for it, was because it, it looked a bit seedy, whereas yours, it was just two people just having a laugh. Having We'd a had a few time. mulled wines. It was mm. just some colleagues who have worked incredibly hard. Yes. Um, just sort of yes. letting loose. Yes. Yeah. But we, and also, you know, like Hank Rock, he did, he followed through with it when it came out that, you know, that this mm. has happened. And, you know, he did the right thing, I think, by the narrative. 
and he made sure well, he to... fell in love. He fell in well, love. I'm, yes, and... it's different with us because I am in a relationship, Jack. Yes, it's still different. yes. What I want to say to you both, though, is do you think this judgment that's coming from people, it's a lack of understanding, isn't it, that you two, you were both working so hard. Yeah. You were working so hard. No one else was working hard. No one else was doing anything. People were doing whatever that is. We were actually going to the office, you know, having parties, doing a job. My grandmother was just sitting in her shed. Yeah. Well, exactly, lazy. Well, I was in a shed as well. Sheds aren't the most comfortable places, especially when you're spending, you know, full days out there and only coming into your own house to use the facilities. Mm. I mean, this isn't a shed-based problem exclusively. Yeah. I, I think I think the issue here is that any public shaming that you feel that you are uh, experiencing is well deserved. Well, we are experiencing I, it. A lot of people I am, I'm, I'm fully it. experiencing it. What? And all these people, they oh, were just dear. making banana bread. What? And we had real pressure. You know, we, we were, so we were in pressure. charge of making these rules that we weren't breaking. And also people keep guilt-tripping us, like, oh, I couldn't be with my wife while she was giving birth. Oh, I couldn't say goodbye to my father while he was dying in hospital. And it's like, hello, we had a party to organise. We couldn't Yes, we couldn't get, we couldn't yeah. get the DJ well, we wanted for that party. It we took had us to... three days to brainstorm jingle and mingle and we yeah oh my we literally goodness. came oh my up goodness. well we couldn't come up with any other ideas but jingle and mingle i think you'll agree is the perfect title i think party. that's really really good that's a kind of well, party i want to go to well, yeah Wait. but the, the lack yes. of dj was a problem michael go mm. kicks on hogging the orgs cable and he you know that wouldn't have been a problem if we'd be able to organize it properly and we did make sacrifices. Like, um, I suggested we should have mistletoe, and that was mm. poo-pooed because mistletoe oh God. equals kissing, and there yes. was no kissing that happened at the party. Well, I don't, maybe we didn't need mistletoe. Bit of a, I don't know what you're talking about. Bit of this, improvisation. I mean, I'm reading the undertones here, and, and, and they're, they're coming back pretty sexually charged. I mean, you only See? have to watch the... The video once you almost bumped into the buffet. I'm, yeah, what's going on? This this is not how people should be carrying well, on. Well, I'm actually while, while others. Are... Producer Martin, apologies for interrupting, but I am yes dyspraxic. Okay. Oh. And yes, I did bump into the table, oh. and I just don't think well, people I didn't... know what it's like to live with no. that mm. condition. Mm. It wasn't the only thing we bumped into. Do you also have dyspraxia, Jack? I said, well, I did that night. If it, if it leads oh. to bumping. Oh, that's so romantic. Both bumping with this no, it, I'm sorry, it, it wasn't romantic at all. It was just a case of two colleagues who had had a couple of mulled wines and have recently been diagnosed with dyspraxia. This to me, it just... Do you know what? It just feels like a romance plot. And, and even you, Malin, sort of you, denying it. Harriet. It's all... It is. It's like watching some film and you've been through this thing together where you had this lovely... Titanic filled night, and then people were judging you, and you're having to deal with the judgment. And Malin, you've got your non boyfriend, but actually, the the truth. Sorry, I do, I do have a boyfriend. He's there on the other on the other Zoom. And yeah. yes, yes, but I imagine your boyfriend was dressing up, pretending to be, um, you know, grabbing a child, trying to get onto the lifeboat, oh wasn't he? Oh, my goodness, he? that probably was happening. And yes. Billy Zane. You think I look like Billy Zane? No, I think... No, you're Leonardo DiCaprio. Not... Okay, yeah. He's but not, I think I'm, he's I've not been told I look like Billy Zane. 
with my with my hairline. Do you know? I feel if Billy Zane was on this call, he would he would really sympathise with what's going on with you two. I think I think happening. So. I think we mm. are. I mean, I didn't want to say we're the real victims, but yeah, part of me does think yes. that. Yes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. So this is the opposite of an apology. No, I, your, as your... I said, I'm sorry. If if we'd had more time, we would have rehearsed the dance, and you know, had right. I had my time again, I wouldn't fall into the table. Oh yeah. Okay. So sorry. I apologise for falling in love, and I'll say it. Maylin, I love you, and I think you should leave your boyfriend, Jack. Well, I say it. Jack list. That's the only thing I'm sorry about. That's the real about travesty. The next party. Well, I mean, this is kind of like you're on the door, aren't you? You're floating on the door now. Are you gonna, are you gonna just let him? You're gonna push him off, or are you gonna? I mean, at least give us a bit of closure now. I cannot make it any clearer, Jack. I am in a relationship. Don't let him go, Malin. Don't let him go. Look, You think people hate you now? Imagine if you do a Winslet. Remember the stationery cupboard? I don't know what you're talking about. Remember what we did with the post-its? Yes, um, we refilled the stock. I don't know what you're talking about. That's what you want to call it. Refilled that had stock. Look, well, I'm, I'm well, in a very okay. important job. I'm in a very significant relationship and I am happy to shut this down, quite frankly. Well, listen, I hope you two lovebirds get it together. Thank you again for coming on the show. You've been absolutely brilliant. And I think even the hardest hearts would have melted today. Now, Labour's inflation crisis has been getting worse and worse recently. How... Is it Labour's inflation crisis? Um, can you name one thing they've done to stop it, Martin? Well, no. It's like the old saying, Martin. All it takes for a recession to thrive is for left-wing men to do nothing. I don't think that's how the saying goes. Oh, well, excuse me for paraphrasing. Anyway, we spoke to an ordinary member of the public to see how Keir Starmer has been destroying his dreams. Right, we have a caller through who's very concerned about interest rates. Um, hello, you're live on air. Hi, uh, thank you. Thanks for having me. It's, it's awful. It's awful news. Yes, and, and sorry, for the listeners at home, can you state your name? Uh, I'd, rather, I'd rather not give my actual um, name. Let's, uh, let's go, with, go with Anthony. 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 You sure you want to go with Anthony? Is that the... Yes. Do you want, do you want to go, go something a bit more interesting if you're... If it's um, not real, uh, Jean-Jacques. 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 Oh well, that's not. Okay, are you Jean-Jacques. a fan of? Sounds a bit foreign. Into France? Mm. I mean, no, I would never. Um, okay, fine. We'll stick with we'll stick with well, Jean-Jacques. That's okay. Now, tell us, what is it that worries you so much about this? Well, I'm I'm, I'm worried for my livelihood. This interest hike mm. is, is huge, and it's, it's happened so many times over the past over the past sort of ten um, meetings at the at the, at the bank. And um, wow. yeah, I just don't, you know, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to be able to keep my my houses. Oh my goodness! Ha- Sorry, oh my goodness. Ha- houses was that? Did you say houses plural? Yes, yeah. How many houses are we talking, Jean Jacques? Um, well, five. No, no, sorry, six. 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 Oh dear, that's a tragedy. And I, I take that's it these a tragedy. The, are these re- real, like actual, ha- not not small. Pastry houses, <laughs> Jean-Jacques, <laughs> with your little pastry. No, no, no. No, that's, that's just a, it's a pseudonym, isn't it? Yeah. Sorry, Jean-Jacques, I'm going to stop you there because I can see what Producer Martin's trying to do. And what I'd like to say to you, Producer Martin, 
is if we were talking about kids, you wouldn't say, oh, you've got six of them, therefore it doesn't matter. But he's only got one child, so that's that's all right then. Well, exactly, and you, you, you know, you end up you end up loving like you would love your your youngest child, the fifth, sixth. More, it's even more. You know, I, I like mm. the, the, I love my sixth um, house almost more than the first five. Right, right. and can I ask uh, Jean-Jacques, do, do you live in all of these houses, or are you a, a landlord? It does seem like a lot of houses to just have for your own sole occupancy. So, uh, yeah. I let, I let four of those out. Right, okay. I think, Jean-Jacques, um, this is where the cost of living crisis really hits home, things like this, calls like this, where I go, there are people out there really suffering. I mean, what sort of sacrifices are you having to make? Well, you know, uh, I considered letting that, that, that fifth house out. I think we mm. can right. we can afford to, to obviously have my main residence and, and the holiday home, but, you know, I had to, I had to think about letting that one out as well but um, yeah. oh, that's really hard also because holiday homes they're not usually where you need to be when you're doing work is it you yeah. want to keep it separate exactly exactly thanks harriet oh right. i'm so sorry so, so sorry just just to clarify um is the situation that you uh you've got in over your head you know you're a small well you know uh, uh perhaps not small but you're a business man of sorts and uh are, are exactly. you inundated with with mortgages that you can no longer repay? Is that what's happened? Oh no, I'm, I'm mine's a ten year fix. Right. So the the um, what 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 appears to be your main fear here? Because uh, presumably, if your mortgages are fixed, then that means at least your tenants will be, uh, you know, assured that they don't have to pay more rent. You can still actually hike the rent up, though, Jean Jacques. You don't actually need to just. Well, yeah. Well, obviously, I've mm. hiked the rent. You know, the market, the market rent yeah. has gone up, so I have, I have hiked those. You know, in in, in solidarity with other landlords, I don't want to yeah. cut other, other landlords. I mean, that's, so you, that's, you're, that's scabbing, but isn't it? You're passing yeah. on a, a, a phantom um, increase to your tenants. Phantom increase is a bit of a strong well, phrase. Well, no, exactly. that's what the uh, market will, that's what the market will bear. And um, mm. you know, as I say, I wouldn't want other other landlords to be undercut by me. Yeah, that's really nice. And you landlords have got to stick together. It's one, you know, one for all and all for one, isn't it? Exactly. All the houses for one, that's what I say. So, Jean-Jacques, quite a pertinent question, I know. How much a year do you earn? Uh, I guess it's about, it's about one and a half million from the, from the full. Um, right. From the that full, is a lot of money. That is a, a lot of money. Uh, Jean-Jacques, and and you, and you say that you're still feeling the pinch. Is that correct? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, obviously you've got a you know top rate tax. Once you've taken that off, you're sort of down. Um, you know, what seven hundred fifty thousand? So that's mm. half half it just gone like that. Um, you know, a couple of holidays, um, six kids in school. Mm. You've, oh, uh, right, six. This is so hard as well because I think top earners in this country they they really do get persecuted by the tax system and it's disgusting, it's really awful. It's still it's still quite a lot of money though, isn't it? The the I mean even af- after the tax there. But less less Martin than you've earned, and I'm sure Jean Jacques is a hard worker, and yeah. yet he's been persecuted. Well, exactly. It's it's a hard you know it's a hard job that I have. I don't think other people could do what I do. 
owning things, owning, well, exactly. owning. They don't, they don't, they don't own them, do they? So they don't know the pain of owning things. Exactly. Mm. It's hard. I'm sort of sick of this government being blamed for this as well. You know, yes. You think what it would have been like if, yes. if Corbyn had got in? Oh, I mean, they, 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 Jean-Jacques, I say this all the time. Thank God for Boris. Whatever criticisms you had of him, he saved us from, he saved us from Corbyn. Right. And you know what? Corbyn would have got rid of all your houses and made you live in a mud hut. Because that's communism. I don't think that is one of the manifesto pledges that Corbyn came out with, but... Um, Jean-Jacques, I am interested because you, you, you did call in um, saying that you had been affected by the, uh, the mortgage bomb and uh, I, I'm struggling to see how, uh, how, that, how, that has, um, how that it has affected you. Well, the, the tenants' emails are just awful, really. It's, uh, you know, mm. our, right. our rent's gone up by 40%. You're on a fixed rate, so you don't need to take this profit. I mean, it's just oh, that's yap, so mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, and you just don't want that, do you? You don't want those sort of mean-spirited, rude emails. No, it's been awful for my mental health. Mm. Really. Oh right. Okay. So your your mental health has taken a, a bit of a dive, has it? You've been down. Yeah, they're dumps. just not nice. They're just not nice emails, sort of asking for um asking for me to sort of mm. keep the rent increase to eight percent. It's like well. That's not, that's not what the market change has been. That's, okay. that's the thing with these tenants. They've got no understanding of the market rates and money or anything. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think what this call has really proved is that no one is safe from the mortgage bomb. No one's safe. No. And I mean, I am for, you're for not... nine years, but 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 what what, what about after, after that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and it's, nine years it's... it'll it'll go like that. Exactly, it'll go like that, Jean Jacques. Could, could be a sort of what you know this mortgage bomb. It might be sort of a long, slow, long bomb fuse. That I need. Yes, to, a yeah. ticking time mm. bomb. So, just remember, listeners, if you are struggling with the inflation crisis and you meet someone who you think isn't, just remember, hashtag be kind. Thanks, Harry. You're welcome, Jean Jacques. Maybe you should keep that name. It's quite good. I don't know what your real one is, but. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, well, that's, mm. what, that's what I'll probably reply to the tenants with from now on. Finally, we were joined by Ishan Akbar for his hot and spicy takeaway of the week, which this week was about manly men. Well, I saw it as more about the nature of public debate, but... Uh... Manly, manly men. <sighs> Let's open a bottle of wine, run a bath and take a listen. Ishan, how are you? Absolutely wonderful, thank you. The sun is out, my tan is tanning, and I feel great. Oh, wonderful. That's what I like to hear. Well, talking of hot, (laughs) um, tell me, (laughs) what is your hot and spicy takeaway of the week? Well, I'm going to do my hot and spicy takeaway a bit differently this week and start by asking you, Harriet, a question. I'm ready. Harriet, do you like men? Yes. Do you like manly men? Yes. And do you think 
recently there has been an attack on true masculinity. Yes, 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 definitely, yes, yes. Well, finally, it's awful. This week, a mm. savior has emerged from the ashes like a phoenix. Oh my goodness! And shown the world what it means to be a man in the twenty-first century and beyond. Who is he? Who is this stallion? The great icon himself, Sir Lord Baron Elon Musk. Oh, oh, I'm, wow. No, I'm pretty sure he doesn't have those titles, Ishan. You can't just stick titles on a person because you like them. I Well, think... I think you can, actually. Yes, you can. No, you can. If the king's sword hasn't touched his shoulders, then he's, he can't be a knight. I mean, come on now, let's at least agree on that. I mean, I don't know whether the king's sword is a euphemism for anything, but in any case, he is my king, he is my lord, he is my baron and my duke. Elon right. Musk, and I'll tell you why. You will is, see. Sorry, I, I just sorry, Ishan. I do actually want to say that saying he is king is blasphemy. So none of that on this. Well, podcast. I mean, I don't think it's technically blasphemy, but it's no, it's, it's blasphemy. Right. Okay. But he's my king. There is one king, one king only, chosen by God. That is Prince Charles. Yes, Prince Charles. Okay. Yes, yes. I apologise. Uh, king Prince Charles. King I think statement. The... Yeah. In any case, you might have seen earlier in the week, Elon Musk. Being the man that he is, challenged a this person, Dr. Peter Hotez, who claims to be an internationally re renowned vaccine and tropical diseases huh. specialist. And Elon Musk has said to him, hey, listen, you little vaccine-promoting so-and-so, why mm. don't you get on the world's manliest podcast, the Joe Rogan podcast, and have a debate with the world's manliest man, Robert F. Kennedy, and you know the most manliest of men, they have middle initial? Yes. Like Robert F. Kennedy? Yes. J.K. Rowling? Mm. Yes. yes. Mr. T? What's his middle initial? T. Or maybe it's the dot. Boris D.P. Johnson? Yes. What, what, does the, what does the D.P. stand for there? Dupefeffel. Dupefeffel? Oh, yes, of course. Sorry. Yeah. Everyone knows that, Martin. Okay. Yes, Ishan, you're, you're, you're driving to a point, And to be honest, I, uh, I don't like where it's going, but I am willing to mm. hear it out. And that's very commendable of you because Peter Hotez here said, no, I don't want to hear this out. I don't want to have this debate with you because he called it a Jerry Springer style debacle. Now, frankly, if you're an expert in something, you should not be afraid to stand up to Elon Musk to Joe Rogan or Robert F. Kennedy and have this debate. Mm. Just get on the podcast. Do yeah. what real men challenge you to get on podcasts. That's what they do. I... So real men, real men either use their fists like real men yeah. or they go on podcasts like real men. Well, Elon Musk has done the other. Later in the week, he said, fine, if you don't want to have an intellectual debate, Mark Zuckerberg, old Zucky boy, mm -hmm. why don't you and I have a little fisticuffs Right. And Zuckerberg right. said, yeah, where? And like a true man, Elon Musk said, Vegas, Octagon, the home Amazing. of the UFC. Amazing. Which I believe is sounds for the ultimate fighting children. No, right. it's children right. aren't encouraged to fight. I think you have to be at least 18 to, to, uh, to fight in the Octagon. Ultimate freaking champions? No. I think this is good, you know, because I think young boys, they need someone to look up to. Yes. And unfortunately, Andrew Tate was a bit flawed, a bit rapey. So why not Elon Musk? I think there's, 
lots of things wrong with what you're saying, Ishan. But to start with the uh, Joe Rogan podcast, Dr. Peter Hertz being uh, taunted and bullied into um, into appearing. Sorry, on can I just say, producer Martin being taunted and bullied sounds like something that happens to little girls. Yes, and also the only people that quote unquote get bullied work in the civil service. Mm. They just don't I have mean, the strength of character. Yeah, they all the bully victims are in the civil service. Well, I I take it a step further and say it's not just bullying; it's a form of blackmail. Um, Elon Musk suggested that there'd be fifty thousand um, dollars that he, he'd uh, contribute to to a charity if he were to take the stand uh, and 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 debate a well-known conspiracy theorist. Is that blackmail well, or is it motivation? Also, can I just say, as your diversity correspondent, I don't think you can say blackmail anymore. But, oh, what, oh, what do you have to say oh, instead? It's male. Do you know what? This is, sorry, once again, this no is, offence, Ishan, but this is PC gone mad. It's PC, I, you can't mm, even say blackmail anymore. You have to say no, male. No and then people males, think you're talking about the royal male. I'm yeah, not but no sure black that males this are involved is... in this debate. It's all white males. So why isn't it white male? Okay, well, it's it's a uh, That's leveraging... That's interesting question leveraging um, his own monetary backing in order to uh, intimidate a uh, a well-known and respected doctor who, by the way, has um, oh. given away m- millions of, of vaccines to try and help save the poor around the world. Well, I don't know him discredited. and I don't respect him. And if something is worth something, you don't give it away for free, surely. It's a good so, point. On all three counts, I mean, this, this Dr. Peter Otes fella... No, I'm going to have to stop you there, Ishal, because this, this podcast does go out for free. What? The, what? We, we're not behind a paywall. That's, no, what this about is... the money that I get in my account every month? We, you probably shouldn't talk about that too much on air. But, Where have I been um, getting money from? Yeah. We do have backers, but they, they've uh, made it quite clear that they don't want to be named. They're, they're not in this for the fame. Is that Look, that nice Russian fella that comes in, Martin? Really, the less we say about them, the better. Um, right. The point is that, uh, you know, Elon Musk is abusing his position and potentially, and I think intentionally, discrediting um, no, no, not no, no. just you, one vac- if vax If you believe uh, in something, vaccine. you should be willing to put money behind it. That's the thing. I, you know, he... Elon Musk knows his position. He backs Joe Rogan. So he'll put £50,000 towards the cause. I don't see anything wrong with that. And if that doesn't work, I'll fight you in the ring. Wow. Ishan, purely professional question here, but would you ever fight producer Martin in the ring? Oh, no. Why has this happened? Yeah, yeah, I 100%. Mm. Why why are we in the ring? ring. It's not even a ring. It's an octagon. Martin, let's get in the ring. Let's get in the octagon. Where? What ring? There isn't a ring. We'll get some mud. What are we going to do? This be your chance to be a real man. Can we get some mud or some oil? Listen, I'm already a real man. I have a house and a shed and a dog. I've got a family. You know, I've I've I make lunch every day. You are on a podcast. You are on a podcast. I'm on a podcast. Yeah, you're on a podcast. I don't think Martin can punch. Listen, I, I think we have a skewed idea of, of what um, a man is. I mean, you can't be much manlier than than being a father, you know, being a mentor. I have children. Who, who are you? Who my are own children. The, the, what, what my, my, my kids, they, you know. I mean, and, and are you sure? They, I've met them. 
What do you mean? Am I sure? Of course I'm sure. They, I mean, unless... Ishan, they're just a bit hairy. Well, unless they're... they were born in the hot climes, I don't see why they'd be so much more more tanned than the... They are olive skin, yes. It, well, it runs in my... In I mean, I'm quite pale, but my... My grandfather, my great grandfather, was um, very uh, olive skinned. What, yes. what was what was his name? Pr- producer G Martin. Producer. He wasn't a producer. Well, his no, name it's wonderful. Is Martin. that true? Mar- Martin? Martin producers run runs in your blood. Are you all well, producer many Martin? producers? No, that would be absurd. We're not all called producer Martin. Producer grandfather I, I Martin. Why are we back on my family? This seems like a massive grand producer detour. Martin. Okay. All right. Fighting isn't cool and throwing See, money at people, turning like... something as important as the vaccine, um, you know. But can I just say, Producer world. Martin, you say it's not cool, but it is when they're rich. Yes. Also, mm. Martin displayed a bit of masculinity there. He was getting a bit angry. Martin, I think you and I should get in the ring. Would you want to punch what? me in the face, I mean, Martin? No, I don't. Would you want I to don't. punch the only he person shan't. of colour? On this podcast, in the face. Well, that's certainly not. Maybe the reason you could that you want, could but... use something you're more comfortable with, like um, little sticks. Scrabble, little Martin. Sticks. Do you want to hit me with a stick? I don't want to hit anyone. I mean, I'd I, I think that this is really the most manly thing you can do, which is enter into a debate of ideas, but only when so it's in agree. good faith. Only when so it's in agree. good Hope faith. I should get on the podcast. And you're not just going to make up things uh, in order to discredit the other person. What, that's, so how to get crucial. the podcast? No, because if you're going on with a conspiracy theorist, they could just say, "What about no, this?" You can't just label people conspiracy theorists. That's not fair. That's actually quite racist. Says Do you it know, it's Wikipedia, it's because so. people don't want to go on with conspiracy theorists because they know they can win. Because conspiracy theorists aren't tied down by silly little facts. Listen, yes. some of the biggest well, conspiracy is, theorists in the true. world have gone on to become world-renowned, respected figures. Yeah, Jesus. Mm. Yeah, the Prophet Muhammad. What? what how? What, yeah. what were they? Malala Yousafzai. Yeah, mm. I, I feel like perhaps they were just uh, yeah. counterculture icons that were, um, you know, depending Chico, on who you talk the to. The X Factor. Would it's you get into different. the ring with Chico, producer Martin? I don't want to fight anyone. Okay, and I don't think. No, it's just cool. get in the ring. Would you stand in the ring? Which men would you stand in the ring with, Martin? I'd I'd get in a you know I, I suppose it, what are we, is, it, is is it a boxing ring? Is this the sort of ring we're talking about? What whatever kind of ring you like? What kind of ring do you like, Martin? I like rubber rings. You know, when you're floating about, it's it's summer. You're out on the pool and inflatable. You can't fit many men in there. I suppose yeah. you well, could I fit one want, weak little just one. Myself. You could probably just fit. Me. You could probably fit Dominic Cummings in there. I like solo yes. time in the donut mm. at the pool. You know, you're at, no, you're at no the pool, solo you time, the Martin. That's not manly. Then. That's not manly. You can't be. Mm. You can't have a donut in the pool, Martin. It's an inflatable one, it... unless you're eating one. Well, now listen. Right. I'm going to stop it there because I think what's been demonstrated here is what manliness is. And yes. Ishan, I thank you, and I think producer Martin would thank you too if he was manly enough. Right. Okay. Thank you, Martin. Thanks. Yeah. No. Thank you very much, Ishan. Thank you. Thanks. You're very welcome. I'm a man, and so are you. No, we like one family, aren't we? You're not a man, Harriet. You're very womanly. Thank you. Well, that's it for this week. Like, subscribe, tell your friends, follow the out-of-context, non-censored Twitter account, and keep those questions and erotic thriller contributions coming to nonsensedpodcast at gmail.com. 
with thanks to Rosie Holt, Brendan Murphy, Ishan Akbar, Annie McGrath, Jack Barry, Alex Keeley and Ed Morris. I'm Harriet Langley-Swindon and we'll be back next week with more Nonsense.